What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Cookies and Beer. What's going on, everybody? How's it going? We're late. Better late than never, is what I always say. Uh, I was going to do an episode last night, but I didn't. I didn't. I was doing some dealing with some health, health stuff. Went to the ER Tuesday morning, early as fuck, because I had stomach pains. Turns out your boy's got diverticulitis. What is diverticulitis, Andrew? I couldn't fucking tell you. I've had two doctors, and I've been googling it for the last four days. I still really couldn't tell. It's, it's something with your asshole. Is, is your is your is my asshole broken? Is that what, what? I spend all this money, and they could have just been like, "Dude, your asshole's broken." I don't have a cure. Good luck. Diverticulite. I know how to spell it correctly. Oh, and I still spelled it wrong. Fuck. Diverticular disease and diverticulitis are related. Digestion, digestive. Conditions that affect the large intestine or the colon, colon Powell. Um, in diverticular disease, diseases, small bulges or pockets or diverticula, 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 hmm, develop in the lining of the intestine or the colon. Diverticulitis is when these pockets become fl- uh, infected or inflamed. Yeah, that's not that's not what I've been doing, because my because my butthole's broken. Um, whatever that means, I don't know how you get it. I don't know. It happened Monday morning. Went to the ER Tuesday morning. I've been drinking water and eating Jello like a fucking eighty year old man. I lost I don't know somewhere in the neighborhood of seven pounds. Great movie, Will Smith. Um. In about three and a half, four days. So that's cool. So now, and like, I didn't lose like my good fat. Like my muscles are gone and I'm fat. So I'm just, I look like a, because at least before when I was like working out and eating normally, I looked normal. But now I just look like a fliff. Like if you just look at me, you're like, I just feel fliff, fliff. That's basically what I feel like. I'm ready to eat. I haven't really had shit. I had some pasta, but like no butter, no, um, no, you know, no sauce, none of it. Just boring fucking old ass prison food. That's what I've been eating. Um, but I'm feeling better. Kind of, not really. Um, no, I am. I can actually sleep, so that's cool. And yeah, I, um, I really don't fully know how you get this. So I, I, I'm doing it again. Uh, symptoms of diverticular disease include lower abdominal pain and feeling bloated. Yep. Really the first one. I always feel bloated. Sodium. <laughs> I just, I ate way too much, too many chips and salsa for me to not ever feel bloated ever. Does anyone ever not feel bloated ever? Is that just, is that just a me thing? Does everyone just feel bloated all the time? Maybe that means we're we're on the wrong track. We probably shouldn't be. I'm drinking a bunch more water. I was already doing a half gallon. Now I'm doing a little bit more than that. 
I gotta have more fiber. So I gotta eat salads and fucking shit like that. Dude, check this out. Diverticula is the medical term used to describe the small bulges, giggity, that stick out of the side of your large intestine. That's like a hernia. Does it stick? Oh, it doesn't. It may not protrude though. That's a cool word, right? Protrude. We should use that more often. Diverticula are common and associated with aging. Great. Another reminder that I'm getting old. Um, the intense, I don't know, this is just going to turn into a fucking medical study, medical study. 5% people have diverticulitis by the time they're 40. I'm, I'm in that, I'm in that 5% and even, I'm even more than that. I'm in like a top two or 3% because I'm not even 40. I'm 33 and I've got it. One in four people who develop diverticula will experience symptoms such as abdominal pain. Again, one in four, 25%. Diverticulitis describes infection that occurs when bacteria becomes trapped inside one of the bulges or pockets, triggering, triggering, triggering more severe symptoms. Yeah, dude, this is what I had. How to treat a high-fiber diet. And painkillers such as aspirin. They don't want me to just pop pills, dude. That's what it is. This is a. Oh no, it says not recommended. See, this is why you keep reading before you just. This is what this is what's wrong with us. We just read like three words of a headline, and we're like, "That's it. We're going to war." Like we have no idea, and then you click on you click on, and it's like we're not going to war. You're like, "Oh, I wish I would have clicked on it." Read the whole thing before you get upset. <laughs> Um, they are not recommended as they can cause stomach upsets. Well, that doesn't make any sense. They can cause, they can cause stomach upsets, stomach upsets. Maybe I'm just saying the word wrong, which means your tummy hurts. My mild diverticulitis can be treated at some home antibiotics pursued a little prescribed by your general practitioner. More serious cases may need hospital treatment to prevent and treat complications, which that was me. That was me, dude. ER, boom. Just fucking, I'm just like, hey, here's my money. Here's my money. Tell me I'm dying. Just fucking make it worth me spending the $100. <laughs> just don't fuck me here. They're like, just pee in this cup. I'm like, well, funny thing is I just peed before I got here. I hate hospitals. I pissed my pants in the waiting room. I can't, I can't do hospitals, dude. That's where people go to die, and I'm not doing that. But I also understand that if you're sick, you need to go to a hospital. I just, you know, I just, I just, I just, I just, they freak me out, dude. <laughs> so that's what I've been dealing with the last few days. I'm skinny, but I'm fat. I'm protruding. I'm not protruding. We didn't really have a game plan coming into this. What have you guys been up to? Easter. That was a thing. Did you guys, did you guys ruin, Chris, ruin Christmas, ruin Easter by telling people that the Nazis invented Easter? Or at least the Easter Bunny. I forgot. Next year. We'll get him next year. You're, you're probably going, oh, fuck, I totally forgot. Next year. We'll get him next year. Happens every year, dude. The Lord comes back every year. <laughs> Wild. Um. So, yeah, we did Easter. What did you guys eat? Did you guys have 
do you guys, was there like traditional Easter meals? Like, you know, Christmas, you have like steak or um, Thanksgiving, you have turkey. What are common Easter foods? If they say eggs, I'm going to fucking freak. Roasted lamb, that sounds good. Easter bread. Well, hey, that doesn't even make sense. Easter bread. You could call anything anything. Hey, this cloth. This is a this is a this is a Friday cloth. That's what it is. <laughs> Go ahead and wipe yourself up with that Friday cloth and just make sure that you, you know, give in to the Lord. 12 things that you eat at Easter and why we eat them. Chocolate eggs, we already know, Nazis. Number two, hot cross buns. Pretty sure that's a kid's game. What is hot cross buns? Spiced fruitcake is usually topped with mars- Oh, no, this is something different. Hot cross buns. How to make them? Um, kneading, then proving... Uh, so it's like a bread, obviously, buns. It's not true, because honey buns was like a fucking cake. So the cross on top of the hot cross bun symbolizes crucifixion. Oh, good. That's great. Teach children. Spices may also symbolize the spices used to embalm Jesus. I'm sorry. They embalmed Jesus? Can we talk about that for a second? Hold the fucking phone. They embalmed Jesus. I need to find a uh, legit website. Here we go. The Christian Courier. That, that's fucking. Um, after Jesus Christ died on the cross, his body was removed and placed in the new unused tomb. Did they build a tomb? They built a tomb for him? How long did that take? Where's that movie, Passion of the Christ? They should do a prequel. They're like, this is, these are the people that built the tomb. It's called like Tomb Raider. No, <laughs> it's called Tombin' with Jesus or something. And it's about these seven people. What if the disciples built the tomb and they were like, oh no, we're just going to throw like pigs or something in here. And they're like, all right, JK. Jesus Christ, with a K. It says, Paul declares that the gospel of Christ involves the death, burial, and resurrection of the Savior. After Jesus died on the cross, his body was removed and placed into the new unused tomb of a wealthy gentleman who was the member of the Hebrew... Ooh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Sanhedrin? who was a member of the Hebrew Sanhedrin, Joseph of, oh God, Joseph of Arimathea, Arimathea, Bridge of Terabithia, I don't know. The Apostle Matthew wrote, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna read, I just want to see what they use. Did they use like thyme and fucking basil? Did they use, what did they use? Did they use um, formaldehyde? Maybe that was like one of the names of the disciples brother formaldehyde and they just pump Jesus full of it they don't say there's no here we go let's let's go back what did they embalm Jesus with 
It says spices and linen, but what, what spices? Fucking. Okay, here we go. How was Jesus prepared for burial? Um, it doesn't say. They want me to just buy a subscription. Here we go. Removing the organ. They removed his organs, and then he was just like, JK, a day later or whatever. Egyptians filled the cavities that once contained organs with small bags of natron, natron, N-A-T-R-O-N, and also covered the corpse with natron. Natron contains sodium carbonate, carbonate, Jesus, and biocarbonate, which prevent decay, soaked up moisture, and aided in dissecting, no, desiccating, desiccating? The corpse. I don't know. I'm dumb. Public school. After desiccation, the uh, removed or they removed. I can't read today, dude. Well, I can't read at all. But I'm a millennial. We're slowly dying off, as we should. We kind of we kind of did it to ourselves, right, guys? Um, after dissertation or whatever the fuck, because I'm stupid, they removed the bags, washed the body, and covered the corpse in a blend of oils, herbs, spices, and fragrance, like fucking like a subway sandwich, Italian herb and cheese, or what they do. They don't explain this. I don't know. They fucking had it, had it Mike's way. I don't know. I don't know what else. I don't know what to tell you. Um, what else do you have? Roasted lamb. Why, why do they have lamb? I thought Jewish people can't have lamb. Or no, they only have lamb. Or they only eat it. I don't know. Long before Easter was a Christian tradition, the lamb was the main meal of the Jewish Passover. Ah, this usually falls around Easter. So when Christianity was born, converting Jews bought the traditional along or the tradition along. Ah, see, here we go. How many people eat lamb on Easter? Raise your hand. I can't see you, but you probably did it anyways. It's neat to nice. Jesus is the Lamb of God, great band, and he sacrificed himself at Easter. How to make it at home? Okay, I'm not gonna read off fucking Martha Stewart. Easter bread. Okay, this is what we all... This looks delicious, by the way. It looks very um, buoyant. Or not buoyant. That's not, that's like water. Um, looks very um, light. That's what it looks like. It looks like a dope... It looks great. I might have to actually go see if I can find this. Symbolizes the end of the Lent... Oh, the, at the end of Lent, peace and good luck in the coming year. Bread has always been an important part of Easter. A symbol of Christ's body during Holy Communion and the Last Supper. Easter bread varies wild by country, but it's very common for people to share and give traditional bakes as gift in Greece, Turkey, and Eastern Europe. Plated, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't say what it is, though. It says how to make it. Fast action yeast and attached blah, 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 in a mixer. It looks good. Be good with like some cream cheese or some shit. Ooh. Easter bunny cakes. I've had these. Just pound cake. Delicious. Carrots. Probably because the probably because the of the of the of the of the bunny. Cooked ham. Just says, why do you have it? Feasting. There's no deep meaning here. Giggity. In some parts of Northern Europe, ham was the meat. 
that was most readily available at this time, so it became an Easter tradition. Interesting. Damn fucks, dude. Pretzels? Let's go. What's up with the pretzel? It symbolizes prayer. I don't know how that how they loop that into 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 pretzels, but I'll take it. Boiled eggs. Decorated Easter cake, and that's it. That's fucking Easter, dude. That's Easter in a nutshell. So that was Easter. What'd you guys do during the week? Did you guys um did you guys did you guys poop a lot? I didn't because my butthole's broken. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um Dicks of the Past, yeah? Time machine function three two one. This is Dicks of the Past. you are new welcome 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 dicks the past is where we go back in time and we see what happened on today's date so april 14th 1997 can't no one hold me down by puff daddy we've done this one i remember i believe i can fly by r kelly i saw that that there was a part three of his netflix thing i mean he's gone right do we need to i guess the victims probably have to you know say some shit that's fine I feel like we're just giving him, like, more money, though. And I'm like, this guy's a piece of shit. What are we doing? Had some good beats, though. Had some had some great fucking jams. But do I feel guilty when I listen to him? Yes. Yes, I do. Do I feel guilty when I listen to Michael Jackson? No. Why is that? Maybe because Michael Jackson was more talented? I don't know. But I'm just telling you how I feel. Um, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, directed by Jay Roach, was one of the most viewed movies at this time in 1997. Great movie. One of the best. I don't know which Austin Powers is the best. One's pretty hard to beat. Number two is pretty good when they get like Mini-Me. Three was good because they had like Gold, Gold Member and Fat Bastard and Dr. Evil. Three had some funny part. They were all great, though. Number two was cool. Number two, I just didn't like the space shit at the end, like with, like, Heather Graham and all that, like, her tie to the thing and him coming in and, like, the time chain, the time, them going back in time or whatever. I still like it. That might be my least favorite, though. I'd probably go number one, number three, then number two. I could be wrong. I haven't seen them in years, but that's what I'm doing. Um, if you're playing video games, you're playing the day the world broke. Well, that's must be for today because apparently we're all going to die. No, I'm just kidding. Let's see what this game's about. And why is it so dark? What is this game about? The day the world broke is an adventure puzzle game released by Hofton Mifflin, Dunder Mifflin Interactive in 1997. In the game, the player explores a city located in the Earth's core Achieving game goals primarily through conversations with the city's part animal, part machine inhabitants. Wow, that's kind of foreshadowing, huh? While the environments are hand-picked, the mechanimals, oh, that's a clever word, the mechanimals are sometimes rendered in 3D computer graphics and the human characters are in live action. Whoa, this is crazy. This was in 97? 
I was a child, and they were like, here we go, the fucking machines are taking over. But they've been saying that since like the 70s, and they're right. I don't think it took them, I don't think it's taken as long as they thought. I thought they thought by like 2005, they were like, the world's going to end, and now look at us, 2023, we're right there, baby. But maybe we've always been right there. I feel like we're closer than most. <laughs> I feel like we're closer to the end of end of life than most but i've only been around for this chunk of time i wasn't alive during you know vietnam and the cuban missile crisis and i wasn't alive during you know world war ii and people launching shit i wasn't maybe this is just what maybe maybe this is life maybe 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 this is what it is um pretty good pretty good dicks of the past we got puff daddy we got r kelly which is a, kind of a bummer those kind of cancel each other out and then uh, a video game about the end of the world. So that's cool. Uh, moving on to sports. I'm not going to talk about baseball because it's only like 14 games in. I think Tampa Bay is on like a 13-game win streak or some shit. Dodgers, I don't even know what the Dodgers are doing. I don't, I don't, I'll watch, I watch the first week and then I'll watch like four games a month until like set. September, August, September, and then I'll go to like a couple games a week I'll watch, and then about a few weeks before the playoffs start, I watch every game. That's pretty much what I do, because I don't, I have a, I have a life, dude, it's not crazy, but I have, I do have one. Um, MLB standings, I know the Yankees were playing the Rays, I think, or the Twins, somebody, and they Scored nine runs against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. Yikes. Yeah, Tampa Bay, 13 and 0. Twins, 9 and 4. Rangers, 7 and 5. Um, and then National League Braves, 9 4. Brewers, 9 4. Diamondbacks, 8 5. We're at 7 6. 7 7 5, 7 5, 8. Yeah, it's still super early. Has anyone not won a game yet? No. The Athletics and the Tigers have both won three games. Cool. Um, boxing, I don't know if I talked about it last week. I don't know if it was announced last week, but Jake Paul and Nate Diaz are fighting in August, I think. Yes, August. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Don't really have anything to say on it yet because it's in August. NFL, no Aaron Rodgers news yet. <coughs> Excuse me. Get the draft coming up here next week or the week after. The speculation is that there'll be some kind of answer maybe sometime around then. We don't know, obviously, but it's one of those things that uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. Wait and fucking see. Moving on to UFC, I didn't talk about... We didn't because the fight was last weekend. A little recap of last week. Great fights, great card. I, I was happy. I bought this one. I was a little reluctant on buying it because I was like, fuck, man. I don't want to get fucked. Like, the John Jones card was great, but I wanted to see, like, a a two- or three-round just, like, kind of a battle, and it just wasn't. And I was like, fuck, I spent $80 on this shit. But I bought last week, and let's run through the card real quick. Why are these not showing up? UFC 287? Is that what it was? Yeah. So I watched every fight. Um... We, I even watched some of the prelims. I watched like the Kelvin Gastelum, Chris Curtis fight. 
and the Michelle Watterson fight, the Gerald Mearshart fight, the I think that's where I started. I think I started with the Gerald Mearshart fight. And then we watch all the way through. Um I mean Kevin Holland looked great. The Rob Font fight was great. Gilbert Burns, Jorge Masvidal was a little I think we wanted to see a little more. The problem with watching like Gilbert Burns and Jorge Masvidal is that their fights are always for the most part extremely exciting. So when we get a little more not technical, but like when they start to like feel each other out for a while, giggity, I uh people like the fight fans are like this is fucking boring, which like I get it, but you know it was whatever. But Gilbert Burns won. Uh, I think Jorge Masvidal might be retiring, but I don't know if that's like officially official. It kind of made it sound like he was. Um, and then we have the Alex Pieta and the Israel Adesanya fight. Holy shit. At this point, everyone's talked about it, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But it was pretty wild. In my opinion, it was kind of going the same way the first fight was. Um, Alex Pieta kind of had... An, um, Adesanya on, I mean, it was a fight for sure, but I felt like Alex Pereira was definitely winning. Then that second round, it just started getting wild. Had Izzy up against the up against the cage, threw that big that left right combo, big overhand right, left right, and then the hammer fist and pulled the three arrows out and made fun of Pereira's kid. I don't know, it was wild, it was nuts. Um, for context, the uh. When Izzy and Alex Pieta fought back in like the kickboxing days, uh, Alex beat Izzy, and then Alex's son came in. He was super young. He came in, walked up to Izzy, and like faked like he was like like he got fucking knocked out. He acted like he like you know fell asleep or whatever. And apparently Izzy did not forget that because as soon as he knocked his father out, he walked over to Alex's son and pointed to him and fell and was like basically I just knocked your dad out which was wild because it was just a wild th- I don't know it would all happen so quick it was that was a great card it was a great fight I think Alex Pieta is going to go to 205 and fight the winner of Jamal Hill and Jiri Prohaska but I that's just a guess I don't know if that's like official official I'm just speculating but it'll be great regardless um this week, I know we got Max Holloway and Arnold Allen. I think that's this fight. Yeah, it's, it's an early fight, too. We also got Edson Barbosa fighting. We've got Pedro Munoz fighting. We've got Clay Guida fighting. Everybody else I'm not too familiar with. But it's a pretty great fight. It's a free fight if you have ESPN, it sounds like. Yeah, it's, it's a fight night. Damn, how is Max Holloway on a fight night? That's crazy. It should be a great card. I might actually try to watch it. It's on at 7.30. So it's on early. I'll try my best. If not, I'll watch it Sunday morning. Um, Moving on to basketball, Lakers somehow got in. Um, I'm very surprised, even as a Lakers fan. I'm happy, obviously. I don't know how long it's going to last, but you know what? You just live in the moment and see what happens. They play Memphis. I think they play them like on Sunday. We are officially in the postseason basketball. This is where I start watching basketball. Quickly just going through... The uh, first round, we got Milwaukee and Miami. We got Cleveland and New York. We've got uh, Philly and Brooklyn. We got Boston and Atlanta. And then for the West Coast, we got Denver, Minnesota, Phoenix and the Clippers, Sacramento and Golden State. Memphis is playing the Lakers. First time, I think, ever that every California team has been in the postseason together, I think. I think I saw that stat pop up, which is wild. 
Um, it's wild. So we'll see. We'll see. Obviously, I want my Lakers to go all the way and win it, but we'll see. We'll see. The fucking Warriors and the Suns and everyone's scary this year. Everyone's, I've been watching, haven't watched a lot of the games, and I've been watching a lot of highlights, and I see a lot of trends with uh, kind of your your usual, you know, seven or eight players. So we shall see. Album of the week. I went with Can't Buy a Thrill by Steely Dan. Uh, 1972 is when this came out. I wasn't even alive. I don't even think... No, my parents were definitely alive. They were children, though. Dude, imagine being... I wish I was, like, 18. I've talked about this before. I wish I was, like, 18 in 1970. Like, or, like, when this came out in 70... What was it? 72? The music, the drugs, the experiences... Everybody was outside. Now look at us. We're just staring at our phones like a bunch of zombies. That's life, man. That's fantasy. I don't know. I don't really know what to tell you. Um. So yeah, that is what we got for you this week. I'm gonna go uh, try to fix my butthole uh, by eating pasta because apparently that's what the doctor the doctor said. So I'm gonna go crush some pasta and have diarrhea. And um, you guys have a good week. You guys be good humans. You guys be safe. All that good stuff. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.